The theme of our readings today is servant leadership, a very important theme, as we are all leaders, having been created in God's image and likeness. God has given us authority. We see it in the Garden of Eden, where authority was given to Adam and Eve to till the garden, to have dominion over the whole earth. And then particularly with our baptism, we share in the ministry of Christ as priest, prophet, and king. Those are leadership positions. And then in our own lives, day to day, whether it was parents or employers or leaders of ministry, we all have this dignity. The question is, how will we exercise this leadership? And that's central in today's readings, as we see in the Gospel with James and John. They were already leaders. They had a great privilege of being in the inner circle of Jesus, Peter, James, and John. So they had privileges the other apostles did not have. And yet here we have them seeking even more. They want first place, not just the inner circle, but at Jesus' right and left in eternity. And when the other 10 get wind of this, well, now they're upset because that's what they want. And now Jesus has to teach them an important lesson. That is that Jesus has come as a servant, even though he's a great king. Jesus is the forerunner for us to follow in every way, but particularly leadership, servant leadership. When God created all the expanse of the universe and created us, he could have foregone the incarnation or simply sent the Holy Spirit, but rather he sent Jesus to take on our very nature, to enter into our own experience, and that includes suffering. And that's why we have confidence now to go directly to the throne of grace because we know Jesus has experienced what we suffer. And that's what the second reading has said. We don't just have a high priest who is abstract or far away, but has entered into our very experience. This was prophesied in the first reading from Isaiah, the great servant song, where he says, when you make his life, that is the Messiah, an offering for sin, he shall see his offspring and prolong his days and through him the will of the Lord shall prosper. The righteous one, my servant, shall make many righteous, and he shall bear their iniquities. When Jesus began his ministry, the devil wanted to tempt Jesus right in the leadership aspect of his ministry. And so he tempted him in pleasure. Why don't you turn these stones into bread? Forgo the fast. Satisfy your own hunger because you have the power. Why don't you throw yourself off the temple in full view of everyone so they can see and marvel at how the angels will come and protect you lest you dash your foot against the stone and garner great esteem among the people. Or fall down and bow to me and I will give you all the kingdoms. Those were the three temptations. They all go to leadership. Now, the way that we see especially Jesus exercising servant leadership was at the Last Supper. In the Gospel, Jesus is actually heading to Jerusalem for his passion. In that context, we have 
James and John really not understanding and wanting the glory without the suffering, and Jesus has to correct them. But at the Last Supper, he gets up from table, puts a towel around his waist, and washes the feet of his own apostles, knowing that within a few hours, they will deny even knowing him, betray him, completely disown their master. And here's Jesus washing their feet, telling them, that's what I want you to do as bishops of the church. And that's how the Roman Empire was converted, that servant leadership, not lording it over like what was happening in the Roman Empire, having your authority felt through power and manipulation, but through service. And the pagans had never seen that before. And they were startled. And they opened their hearts to the good news of salvation. And that's what we're called to do as well. Now, as a family of parishes, we want to begin with servant leadership. That's why we have the survey. Because it's one thing for us as leaders to simply impose on the community of Sarnia what we think Sarnia needs. That would be the old model. Rather, what we want to do is experience your input because you really stand in for the rest of the community, for those who don't come to church, to have your input as to what ministry you desire. And then from that information, we structure with prayer and the Holy Spirit a whole new way of doing ministry, starting with where you are at, where those who are away from the church are at, not where we think you should be, but where you're at. That's servant leadership. So I ask you to take the time carefully to fill out the survey. We're going to allow you five minutes right now for those of you who have the paper copies. Fill it out with the pencil and then at the end of Mass drop it in at the box and we will have that valuable information. You can also use your phone and do it online if you wish using your personal data and the QR code provided on the survey or by logging into our Family of Parishes website to access the survey link. If you don't have time today, you don't feel that you've had enough time to think about the answers, take it home, bring it back next week or the week after we're going to give you till the end of October and then we'll gather all the results and have focus groups in each parish of parishioners like yourselves who will look at the information, the results, and then formulate conclusions, or at least recommendations from that information. And we'll take it back as parish pastoral council and as our pastoral leadership team and be able to formulate ministry that matters. But it all comes down to servant leadership. If we really want to impact the culture, we need to know where the culture's at, what their needs are. So let's imitate Christ and be servant leaders. Just in our own lives as well, just think about that day to day. How can I be a servant leader to my family, to those that I work with or in community with? As our family of parishes, one way would be to try to come to Mass a little bit earlier because we have all the information to gather, the tracing and all of that just to allow our volunteers enough time to properly seat you. That would be one way. 
I looked at it today, and most of you were here well before 10.30, so thank you for that. But just also to think about what are the needs that I'm not meeting? And ask questions and listen carefully with compassion. Try to enter into where people are at, walk in their shoes, imitating Christ who walked in our shoes, and then exercise servant leadership. That will change our family parishes, it'll change the culture, it'll change the world. And that's why this set of readings is so important, and we wanted to integrate the survey right in the readings and in our future planning as a family of parishes. So I thank you ahead of time for your cooperation. Let's build our Sarnia Blue Water Roman Catholic family of parishes into what it's meant to be in service to the community, bringing Christ the good news.